0: Hey guys. Um I want to this is on podcast related and you guys are about to hear me rant. <laughs> so I record this after because I was like Oh yeah, I forgot to mention the thing that I so badly wanna share with all of you. Um I don't know if you guys have been watching the news cycle, but things are getting pretty crazy, right? Things are getting pretty heated between China and Russia, and... escalation with that whole Ukraine thing, and how we're basically shipping a bunch of war hardware over to Ukraine, and yeah, and the reason why is because... It just seems like things are getting escalated way, way too out of control. And I just wanted to throw this in kind of as speculation. I don't want to write anything in sand, but I want you, it's kind of like a homework assignment. I want you to expose yourself to the same stimuli and then um, make your own decision. But here's something I've been chewing on. And you know, we're escalating this conflict and it seems like things are getting escalated pretty fast. We keep sending people over to Taiwan. Um, yeah, all this escalation, the fucking spy balloon shit. Um, and you know, I've also been paying attention to things like, um, our national debt for the first time in history, um, this year, our national debt, Has exceeded our GDP. And a little. You know. Those numbers should never be imbalanced. We should never. Make more than we owe. And basically. Our nation's GDP. Is at like 27 trillion. And our debt is at 30 trillion plus. And if you go to this website called. um, U.S. Debt Clock. It literally gives you a live. Live feed of how much money we're spending and what time. And then there's this little portion of the website in the top right corner. And it says, look how much we're going to owe in four years. And then you see the amount of debt that we have, we're going to have as a nation and it is out of control. So keep that information in mind. I want you to go to the debt clock yourself. Keep the information in mind about the escalation with China and Russia and how they've already threatened nuclear war and we're sending all the shit that we said we weren't going to send over there. Now I want you to expose yourself to a third stimuli and that third stimuli, I want you to go to YouTube. So you have three things and I'll put the links in the description so you don't have to write it down. It'll be one, two, three. The first thing will, well, I'll just do one, two, because I already told you, but you, everyone knows about the escalation. I'd, I'd be linking to a hundred stories about the escalation and, um, against China and Russia. Um, <clears throat> but it'll be two things. It'll be the debt clock, right? And then the other thing will be this video. It's called changing world order by Ray Dalio. And, um, basically it's a video by Ray Dalio. And if you don't know who Ray Dalio is, Ray Dalio is probably, he's up there with like Warren Buffett as some of the most experienced investors of all time. Um, he manages a huge, you know, multi-billion dollar hedge fund. Like I said, he's up there. He's like, he's one of the top five in the financial world for investing, etc. He's a very smart individual. And he has this whole series of called Principles by Ray Dalio. And it's just a bunch of things that he's learned. And he's um paid a lot of money to essentially turn all these great lessons that he's learned into like just free education. So like you're basically getting these lessons from this billionaire who he he's literally spending ads to promote it. And he doesn't sell anything or whatever. He's literally spending ad money on YouTube to promote the video. Um, Just because he wants to educate people. That's it. How crazy is that? He's spending money and he's getting these things professionally animated. And as somebody who has a, you know, I've been in the marketing and advertising business. Nothing on, you know, Fifth Avenue in and, and, you know, but I've I've been in the industry for about eleven years now. You know. And um you can tell he took a lot of time to plan this stuff out, have it professionally made. It's very high quality. But I want you to watch this video called Principles by Ray Dalio because um he pretty much describes using data, right? Not speculation, not not hype. Not a bunch of scary words that are going to freak you out, like you would get on Fox News or MSNBC, right? None of the right versus left shit. He uses historical data, and he shows what makes empires rise and fall. And he describes this with great detail, and he shows how a superpower emerges, and it the video is like 42 minutes long, <clears throat> but it'll be the, it'll be a 42 minutes that you've were, would be so glad that you ever watched in your life. It'll be 42 minutes that will literally every time Chinese, China news and Russian news comes on the TV from now on, it's gonna, you're going to look at it completely different for the for the, for the rest of your life. In the video, he describes on what makes a superpower rise and fall. And he teaches quite a few lessons on there. Like I said, this is a man who is very well respected. He's a very diligent researcher, and he's a billionaire because of, he's so good at Finding patterns in data, and he found this pattern in history on how things rise and fall. And there in the video he's gonna show you a point where things when when empires are waning and others are rising, there's this crux point. And in the crux point, um what happens is either one empire falls and the other one rises, or a major war emerges as the Falling Empire realizes that it's falling. And it has a war with the Rising Empire. And it can change completely change the course of a failing and falling nation. Anyways, once you get all those three data points together... And you know what? Actually, yeah, there is a third data point, a third link I'm going to link to. And it's this amazing Ron Paul speech where he talks about our monetary system and tyranny, etc. He recorded back in 2003. I think I talked about it before. But, you know, I've been doing a deep dive. And regardless, the Ray Dalio thing is really important for you to download. And I know it's 42 minutes long. And it's like, fuck, I don't have 42 minutes to waste on that. But I'm telling you. Make yourself watch this. It's going to change how you see what's going on. You're going to start to see the strategy in what we're doing. And basically, like I said, this is speculation. But there's quite a few data points to suggest this. If you've been having your head in as much as me. But what it seems like is... Well says if we are pushing towards a world war 3 scenario there could be a incentive for our war machine like nation to push towards that world war 3 type scenario because our debt is so big because we're losing traction as a superpower etc and Like I said, in that Ray Dalio video, I swear to God, you need to watch it. Don't look at your cell phone. Don't listen to messages. Watch it like you would watch it. Like something you actually really, really want to watch. Like a Marvel movie or whatever. Like you want to absorb every bit of it. Um, I'm telling you, you you should watch it. Um, I'm going to put the link in the description before this podcast starts. I just wanted to insert this in because I think it's so very important. Because the more of us become educated on something the more we can ask questions, not make accusations. Because like I said, this is speculative, what I'm speaking about. But it's good for us to ask questions. Because if we start asking questions and we hit on the right thing, either by accident or what have you, right? And there's a good possibility if we start asking the right questions about what might be actually going on, we could scare or or cause a course correction or have you from that fate the more people become educated the more they can question authority the more we're asking questions that will eventually pan out to be true the less likely they are to do those things but it seems like a world war three because here's the thing world war ii turned out so well for us you really understand world war ii turned out so well for us. We became the world superpower. We had this huge economic boom. We got to literally rewrite the map. We got to rewrite the rules of the world, essentially, which is why we had the huge economic boom. What if our war machine is making a gamble that we've maxed out all our credit cards, we're swimming in debt. If you go to the U.S. debt clock and you click on that, what it's going to look like in four years, it'll fucking terrify you. Um, What if they're marching us towards a World War III because they're thinking that it's going to solve our problems? Because if we win, then, you know what I'm saying? If we win, then it'll allow us to help zero out a large amount of our debt because we're not going to owe China, China money or do you know what I'm saying? We're not going to owe anybody. It'll bring us to zero, not absolute zero. You can't, um, but like it will substantially increase our nation's wealth. We'll get to redraw the map. We'll get to rewrite the rules, etc. But if we fail, um, I can guarantee you that we'll be forced to learn Chinese in public schools if we fail. But what if our war machine, you know, like a the deep state part of the the nation has been marching us towards this because they're hoping to reset the clock, you know, kind of like in Fight Club where he remember he he um blew up all the TRW buildings? to zero out everyone's credit score to get it, to make everyone go back down to zero. But like, what if our plan to, is to escalate a global conflict to essentially reset, you know, to bring us back down to zero to, to kind of, you know what I'm saying? Replay what happened when we came out of war two on top. What if that's what's going on? Cause it just, it just seems like we're kind of barely out of control. And like I said, this is speculation, but I want people to ask these questions because, you know, and, and expose yourself to this information. I don't want to tell you this is what's going on. I want to charge you with exposing yourself to this information and then looking at it from this angle and then making your educated guess. But what if we are marching towards this World War III scenario? Because, you know, long-standing people, people who supersede presidential administrations, meaning they're around for 20 years at a time, whatever, they're not just there for four years or eight years. What if they're slowly marching us towards this scenario so we could have this fight and they're gambling on this because it turned out so well for us in World War II what if they think this is a solution to our problems you know what if that's what's going on it's a way to bring us back to zero I don't know I think this is just like I said I'm chewing on this and I know this isn't so much Pro 2.0 And um, you guys are about to learn about, you know, I keep talking about all the contractors, the contractors, the contractors. Well, I I go down the line and I researched all these contractors that work with the Department of Homeland Security. And just a handful of them, just like 10 of them, I find out. Because they have like $100 million even billion dollar contracts with the Department of Homeland Security. Um, And what their job is and how they facilitate this police industrial police state industrial complex um so you about to learn about that but before this podcast i wanted to pose this question because this is so important this is the future of our nation like are we being marched towards a world war three type conflict because our overall strategy is to wipe out our debt and redraw the map and try and use it, and and it and it's like a hail mary pass to fix a waning superpower. I want you to think about that, but you have to absorb all the information that I'm going to put in the description first, and then you can chew on it. But don't do that until you get all the information, and then think about it. And I just. I just think this is super important and we need to start possibly thinking this direction because if we can assume if you can understand someone's intentions you can also then predict their future behavior so i'll put the links to these things these three things i want you to look at please absorb them and then make your decision or your pontification or to see you know oh well i could kind of see that maybe this is it, maybe they are trying to essentially wipe out all the mistakes we've been making, um, and then redraw the map, you know, put us back down, put us back at zero so we can unfuck ourselves, but it seems like a third world war is kind of a Hail Mary, and it's not exactly like we have a super weapon that no one else has. Like, that's why we won World War II is because we had that big-ass bomb. But, like, now our enemies have all the same shit we have. So, basically, there would be no um, silver bullet like in World War Two. It would just be throwing people at this problem, you and me. It's just something I want you to think about. Um, it concerns me, but like I said, this is speculation, but I'm going to give you some basis information for this. And aside from this podcast, I urge you to listen to this. Do not have distractions while you're absorbing this information and just think about it. I'll put it in the description. It'll be under one, two, and three. Anyways, thanks and um, enjoy the the, uh, the actual podcast. Hey, my name is Stephen Beckman. This is the COINTELPRO 2.0 podcast. Um, I am the CEN, or the Chief Executive Nobody, of the Mesh News Project. You can find the Mesh News Project at meshnews.org. Mesh News is the mothership to COINTELPRO 2.0. You can catch the COINTELPRO 2.0 podcast at podcasts, with an S, dot the number 2. And then the word zero, spelled out Z-E-R-O dot com. You can check out our video series at videos, with an S, videos, dot COINTELPRO, the number two, zero.com. com. And then our online guide full of articles and resources at COINTELPRO, the number two, Z-E-R-O Being in the program of COINTELPRO, I can tell you my journey has had just a wide assortment of things happened to me while in this program. I've had my bank accounts frozen. I've had an active denial service weapon used on me to keep me from walking into major media outlets in downtown L.A. I've been censored on multiple social platforms. I've been subjected to radiation assaults nearly daily. And that's not microwave assaults, that's radiation assaults. That's different. I'm subjected to constant poisonings, druggings, a massive years-long smear campaign, being blacklisted and and unable to pursue a career, which I had my degree and practice for seven years before getting into the program. I've had my privacy made a novelty for others and mainstream media and media puppets of our intelligence services reinforce these smears, which are completely basis. And then I had to wage an anti-smear campaign to correct this information. I've been given false medical care countless times. I fought three attempts at corrupt psych staff Trying to declare me mentally unfit, forcing me to spend thousands of dollars of money that you don't really have in this program to go through independent and accredited uh, psychoanalysts, etc., to verify that these are things that are happening to me and, and not some delusion. I've been arrested on false charges and held on $100,000 bail, which was only an opportunity for law enforcement, to instruct in-jail gangs to try to kill me per the guard's instructions. I then had to go to this pretend trial and beat these false charges, only to tarnish my record, making it unable for me to also gain just basic employment. They key like to keep you broke in this program. I've been stalked across state lines and county lines, and daily within my own community where I live. And in a desperate attempt to silence or even possibly murder me, I was struck with a car to send a message to shut my mouth. Reasons others are told of these horrible things and abuses happen to me are just carefully planned out logical fallacies to pacify, of which all have been debunked. And I have the receipts. I'm not invited to my own trial because I hold the receipts to facts. Now you can learn more about me personally, view these receipts, and see a light shine on how government silences those that it sees as a threat and those who blow the whistle on government corruption at stevenbeckman.com. That being
1: said, let's move forward with this podcast episode.
0: Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning into the podcast. My name is Stephen Beckman. I'm the chief executive nobody of the Mesh News Project. The Mesh News Project is the mothership of the Colintel Pro 2.0 podcast. You can hear more episodes of the COINTELPRO 2.0 podcast without an app at the address of podcasts, with an S, podcasts.cointelpro, the number two, and then zero spelled out, that's Z-E-R-O, so that's podcasts.cointelpro, the number two, Z-E-R-O.com. There's also some companion videos we have for the the COINTELPRO 2.0. And that is at videos, with an S, videos.cointelpro, the number two, and then Z-E-R-O.com. As well as just the online resource center that is COINTELPRO, the number two, and then Z-E-R-O.com. That is a great resource with articles and videos and podcasts all in one. And that is for people who are targets of gang stalking, mobbing, workplace harassment, um, tips and tricks and strategies for whistleblowers and government leakers and even journalists who might be under the thumb of oppressive means or uh, a large group of people who would employ these tactics even on the corporate side, seeing as COINTELPRO 2.0 tactics are also used on targets that you know, a corporation might deem as a threat or what have you. And since the commercialization of the military industrial complex, these services are available to those who run in those kinds of circles. So visit the website, check out the resource. That's COINTELPRO, the number two, o Z-E-R-O, z e r o dot com.
1: Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to the
0: podcast, um, my name is Stephen Beckman, you heard all that stuff before, what am I repeating myself for, um, yeah, so, you know, um, a lot of people, first off, uh, yeah, I, I noticed all the comments, um, no, <laughs> I'm not, uh, feeling emo, it just, you know, it's a, this is a sucky thing, and it goes on forever, I, a lot of people commenting about the po- podcast previous to this, yeah man, it's just a sucky thing, and you just, um, have to tell yourself it's not that you have a uh, bad life it's just a bad situation do you know what i'm saying um but you know a lot of the uh a lot of the um psychological abuse is pretty crazy and then you have to also deal with egos um, you have to deal with people who are misinformed. You have you know what I'm saying you have to deal with people who are being enabled by corrupt law enforcement, etc. All this stuff, it just fucking sucks, bro. People are just feel like they have this uh permission slip to treat someone they don't know like shit. And uh I've never been arrested, I've never been convicted, nothing. And um, you know, I go out of my way to show these people, hey, look, no, this is a professional smear job by uh Government contractors, and that's why this is, you know, saying that's why this is, uh, so pervasive. And I've explained this, et cetera, but you have to understand what it's like for a grown ass person who's probably fucking kind of stupid is first and foremost, stupid people get enabled to, um, do the abuse for, you know, these people who need me to eat a million dicks. And then you have to understand how intoxicating it is for someone who's, like, works drywall or in a cubicle or, you know, work in retail, but then you tell them, I need you to be my special buddy. I need you to be part of my my elite secret task force. What we're doing, we're cleaning up this town. Like, oh, it's, bro, it's so crazy. So, yeah, those... Morons just make my life hard on top of the constant um, Psychological abuse and the radiation shit but yeah, I, ma- I make this easy for a lot of my abusers It just sucks It sucks not being able to be like a normal human And the way that they're treating me Even the government employees The way that they're treating me is like Bananas, dude Especially when you find out that these guys Who are getting paid to like babysit me and make so much fucking money Do you know what I'm saying? They make so much fucking money and they just, they just literally getting paid to watch me just fucking live in squalor, (laughs) but they're like living it up. They often, like I said, I I sometimes talk to these people. They use bullshit accounts. They use burner accounts. They use conclusive ambushing kind of ways to communicate shit. Um, They'll sometimes talk to you in the field. They'll use wake words. Which um, I've already gone over. I don't want to go over it. If you don't know what I'm talking about. It's because you weren't listening to the podcast from the beginning all the way to the end. Like you should be. (laughs) But they use wake words and stuff like that to use like directed conversation and shit. To communicate to you in town and whatever. And they're just really disrespectful. They treat you like you're less than them. And even though I've gotten to the bottom of all this. And I've cleared my name. Um. There's something about people don't want to lose their permission slip to treat you like you're less than them, especially people who, you know, aren't batting a thousand in life. I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I I will tell you this. I don't have millionaires doing this. The, you know what I'm saying? I don't have, you know, it's not millionaires fucking harassing me. It's not people who are absolutely, you know, kicking life in the tank. These are, you know middle America fucking hometown hero morons who just were told that they're a special deputy or whatever and then you have the actual people getting paid and they're just those people being paid to do this to me they're reinforcing the morons do you know what I'm saying and it just sucks because on top of me not being able to be a regular person I gotta deal with that shit so no I'm not I'm not emo I mean it just just fucking sucks and I was just being really honest with you with my last podcast and I think that's important because you need to understand this is like a drawn out experience like even right now where I'm at right now I have people trying literally watching me letting me know that they're watching me right now like uh I'm in the middle of an empty parking lot and there are three cars around me Some of them are pointing their, they're just literally been parked for fucking 10, 15 minutes and pointing their high beams at me. It's just like this weird intimidation shit. Literally, as I'm talking to you, they just want to, it's like, it makes them feel like a badass. Most likely, the people who engage in that really over-the-top, lame shit, those are usually just grown losers. But, I mean, even as I'm speaking, I'm dealing with people who are following me around and stalking me. As I'm trying to deliver you guys information about this horrible shit, it's just you have no clue. Try telling a moron they're not special after they've been told they're special they're a special and they're like a se- they're a, they're a special deputy, and I need you to watch this guy for me. And like, bro, you just and like you have to understand, like I described to you guys before, I had somebody literally break in, like literally break into my car while I was inside of it and the cops aren't going to do anything. Do you understand? The person committed a crime on camera and the cops tried to tell me um, because I wasn't a patron of the business that I could that a crime could not have happened to me. Do you understand how fucking stupid that sounds? That and the co- like that's how I was trying to describe you. They'll just stonewall you. These are peop- these are morons being enabled because they're doing a job that people who work in the government can't be seen doing. And that's up. That's it. They want to believe that they're heroes. They want to believe that, you know, they're part of a task force cleaning up their town. But I fucking visited all the worst people in my town. These motherfuckers ain't doing shit. They're a bunch of fake ass uh, um, dragon slayers who don't give a fuck about dragons. Do you know what I'm saying? They're just morons. They're just idiots. On And the people getting paid to do this to me. Like I said, there's always group A and group B. Reinforce the idiots' uh crazy person narrative and these people they don't even say words to me they just some of them won't even get out of their fucking car they'll just like follow me around though for hours like it's their job middle of the day I'll have like 35 year old man follow me around for four hours like bitch it's Tuesday at 1 p.m. why aren't you at work homie there's probably a reason why you got picked to be someone's special badge buddy and do the special like it's because you're a giant loser and you don't have a day job and you're a moron sorry, but, so no, I'm not emo, it was just, I was just sharing with you that it sucks, it sucks, like, I can't not communicate that this shit don't suck, it fucking sucks, it sucks so hard, fuck, it sucks so hard, but, uh, no, I'm not emo about it, I was just communicating that it fucking sucks, it sucks to have to be forced to eat shit, and then having to interact with a bunch of local retards who, like, you have to understand, I got thrown in jail, right? Remember I told you I had the whole, where those cops tried to have me killed in jail. I took a plastic bag that I was given at a Taco Bell to put my burrito in. They threw me in jail, right? So I I was a customer. They gave me a bag. Then the manager came in, um, uh, you know, um, um, English was not her first language, but she took one look at me and she said, no, he doesn't get a bag. She just obviously just targeted me. You know, the Hispanic community is rife with lots of people who are connected to the cartel. And like I've told you, lots of people who have, of, uh, of what do you call it, um, essential worker jobs in San Diego. They're, you know I'm saying, a lot of them are staffed by people who participate with the cartel because it allows them to cheat on their taxes. So they can say, oh, this is why I have income, because I work this job. It's not because, you know, I'm running dope or I'm, you know running a, a whorehouse out of my fake Airbnb and the Airbnb prices are really the hourly rates for the girls, which is a thing that happens here. Um like there's just all so, you know, I'm not like, you know, manufacturing meth out in the outskirts of San Diego County, which happens a whole bunch of, a whole bunch. Um it's just yeah, a lot of so she obviously knew who the fuck I was and she just wanted to be a cunt. And I was just like, what? I just paid for this. And you guys gave it to me. And I I took the plastic bag. They put me in jail and they put me on a hundred thousand dollars bail. This is for a plastic bag. Nobody was threatened, whatever. They put it in my hand and then they took it out of my hand and I reached over the counter and I just grabbed the bag because I just got hit by a car. My back was broken and I literally struggled to carry things. And I was going to put the hang the bag on the little wheeling luggage roller I had because I couldn't. I could not put weight on my back, even when I was wearing this back brace that allowed me to walk. What did I do? Person wearing a, who had his back broken, wearing a back brace. I got thrown in jail. Um, they put me a hundred thousand dollars bill. Said I committed, I I committed felony robbery and felony assault. They just made these things up. I asked them to check the camera. That was in the restaurant. They said, Oh, it looks like the camera's not working today. So they just put me in like all right. But then the other day, somebody broke into my car while I was in it. And the cops are like, we can't do nothing. A crime couldn't have happened to you because you're not a patron of the business. Had you been a patron of this business, then I could write a report. That's what the cop told me. So somebody broke into my car while I was in it. He did not commit a crime. I take a plastic bag I was given because some bitch was having a bad day. Hundred thousand dollar bail, felony robbery, felony ro- uh, felony assault. You have to understand, Uh these people are being helped by police, and when they commit felonies against me in plain daylight on camera, the cops say nothing happened. But a plast uh, a plastic bag which I was given because I'm a patron of the business, and in reality, if I wanted to be an asshole, I could have got that bitch fired, considering it was so like out of control. I was the, the customer's always right. Can I please have a plastic bag? Um, I could have got the bitch fired. But instead, I ended up in jail. Like You have to understand, the cops are just inventing things to put me in jail because they would, saw it as an opportunity. Like, oh, we'll just get rid of this motherfucker in jail. No one's watching. Um, but when these people commit felonies against me, the police help them get away with the felonies. You really guys need to understand the kind of balls in a vice situation I'm in. But yeah, the the the, the, the silly part about it is um, I can go to South San Diego County, I can go to Orange County, I've gone to Oregon and this will just happen. So, you know, it's quite the situation. And the crazy thing is, is like like I said, there's group A and group B. Group B is being a bunch of people who get their head filled with nonsense and they feel like they're heroes, but in reality You know, I went and checked the worst motherfuckers I I, I could think of that are in the area to only find out that they're fucking just they're having the best time. A lot of them live on the beach. And, you know, I asked a lot of these people, hey, do you guys have a job? Do you have problems getting jobs? I acted like I was there to do a, you know, like I was a journalist uh, trying to figure out, you know, if just people in the area have been um, harassed. I told you guys all about that. They're all fine. They're fine. They have no fucking clue what the fuck I was even talking about. Um, these are people I would, you know, uh, f- cut make custom cement shoes for. But so these people are a bunch of fake ass dragon slayers who don't give a fuck about actual dragons. It's it's hard, and the police are just foaming at the mouth to find a reason to put me in pr- to put me in jail on fake charges while these people commit felonies on camera and then they will just make some shit up on why when they commit literal out in the open in the daylight crimes, um, they just get away with it. Whereas I'm a patron of a restaurant, a a, a three cent plastic bag. Do you understand? They just invented something and they They brought this Hispanic cop, and the Hispanic cop coached the lady what to say, and then he fucking turned on his, uh, from what I'm understanding, he then he turned on his body camera, and she just started making up a bunch of shit, said I punched her in the chest, and all this crazy shit, and I was like, you're out of here, and then the cops came to me, they're like, yeah, you punched her in the chest, her chest is all red, Uh, she said you just like barged into the kitchen, and like were like threatening their, like, they just made all this crazy shit up, but... These people. I'm literally in my car. This guy comes and break busts into my car while I'm in it. Do you understand how castle law is is you know about your property, personal property? If I had a firearm on, on me, bro, I could have just literally turned this dude into a chain link fence. But uh this guy gets away scot free. So you really have to understand the cops are corrupt as fuck because their people are. Um, at risk of going to jail because like I said these local guys they tried to extort me and shit and it was just kind of a side crime that happened so you know I'm not super sad and you know you just have to understand the police are corrupt as fuck they've filled filled a bunch of people who don't know what's actually going on head making them think they're a bunch of dragon slayers but then when you look at the actual reality of the situation they're a bunch of air quotes dragon slayers who don't give a fuck about dragons I know because I met all the dragons in my town. Um It's just fucking crazy, bro. They're just It's it's an it's it's hard to navigate the cops trying to put me in jail for things that don't exist where these people are allowed to commit felonies against me and the cops will just let them get away with it. Um but at the same time I have to deal with Massively unearned levels of narcissism by the people who abuse It's like you're not bad, bro. I just don't want to be murdered in jail. I would throat punch you and butt fuck you in the street if I didn't have this kind of heat on me. Like I, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I, I mean, me personally, I think if you can't be a gangster unless the police help you be, you know, what I'm saying, be a criminal. Like, are you a gangster? You know, what I'm saying, are you really a gangster though? If, you know what I'm saying, the government's giving you training wheels to do this because it's like, are you really a gangster then? It's just, it's a, it's a, it's a nightmare. But yeah, I was just sharing that with you. No, I'm not super emo. I just, I deal with, I'm living in a toxic as fuck situation that is beyond reality. And it's all real. That's the fucking part that sucks is it's all real. And we're going to talk about that reality. Um, Because I, a lot of people were sitting there uh saying you keep talking about contractors contractors you know these contractors duh, 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 duh. well first and foremost you need to understand that san diego i said it like a million times has the highest concentration of military contractors highest concentration of military active duty military personnel highest concentration of retired military personnel highest concentration of veterans and the highest concentration of family who uh, 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 uh of residents who it, least one or two members of that family are current uh have served or have or currently are serving and then it has the highest concentration of civilian um government uh military personnel they're like employees that like afrl like air force civilians uh or you know like If AFRL, which is like Air Force Research Labs, which is full of civilian employees with security clearance and Motorola does tons of shit for the U.S. government for communications, their world headquarters are here. Um, Northrop Gromond, who, you know, people who make missiles, General Atomics, all sorts of military contracting companies have, if not their, if not their D.C. headquarters, it's a main headquarters because San Diego is so huge with the military, and, you know, just a, a lot of high-ranking uh, brass lives here, um, a lot of kingmakers, like the Koch brothers, and just a ton of billionaires live here in an area called Rancho Santa Fe and Forest Ranch, it's, a, uh, it's basically like, there's a city called Del Mar, I don't know if you ever, if you know anything about horse racing, you know about the Del Mar racetrack, um... That's on the coast. If you go inland, as you go inland from Del Mar Racetrack, you hit all the the most wealthy people in San Diego where they live. And that's where, like, the Koch brothers and whatever, they live. Um, it's called, like, Rancho Santa Fe. They refer to it as a different town. It's just a development. But whatever. But all those people live here. So it's... Yeah. But I keep talking about these contractors, these contractors. And I keep saying contractors... And people just think it's like a silly word. But you have to understand, like, they are. They're contractors everywhere. And lots of them run cover businesses. Lots of them run uh, cover businesses like, you know, that they're uh, security companies. Like, they actually do security. Um, Some of them are subsidiaries of government contractors. Some of them are... Uh, fake businesses are, are IT businesses that are front as IT companies but provide another service like and there are just so many of the companies that are here that aren't obviously tied to the US government a lot of them are front companies um, and the the, the the kind of the slang word it's used for is they call them startups around here they go yeah there's a lot of startups around here it's just basically smaller um, defense contractors which is basically like a slang term Defense contractors is like the official term for mercenary, but they provide mercenary type services, espionage for hire, um, uh, surveillance for hire, whatever. So we're going to talk about those companies and who they are so you know, so you can put a face to a name and so you know just some of them. Like you have to understand, there are thousands of contractors that work with each federal agency. I'm going to name some of just the top ones and tell you what they do. The uh, second party for the Department of Homeland Security, which is the primary um, uh, driver of COINTELPRO 2.0. It's the next reiteration of COINTELPRO. The first one, the ones that were oppressing people like Malcolm X and the Black Panthers and, you know, responsible for... Um, Dr. King's death and Martin Luther King, harassing Martin Luther King, whatever. That was the FBI. That was during the 60s, 70s, 80s. Uh, That was COINTELPRO. Uh, The next reiteration, COINTELPRO 2.0, I guess. And that's not my name. That's other journalists have come before me and kind of dipped their toe in it. They all are calling it that just because they understand, like, oh, this is, like, the next iteration of it. But Department of Homeland Security is a key, is the key, um driver of that new iteration of the program. Um, basically, Department of Homeland Security just kind of took over a shit ton of things that the FBI does, even though the FBI score so far is they catch more terrorists than so far the Department of Homeland Security does. And another fun fact, the only other time in literal history that the word homeland was ever used was by nazi germany defending the homeland and it's kind of funny that now we have this whole federal agency who's very gestapo and nazi like and they're literally named department of homeland security that's been a, this has been another history fun fact Uh, but let's learn about who these contractors are and just some of them, just some of them. You have to understand there's so many, there are so many, there are small contractors. There are like little tiny shops. Sometimes you'll get like boutiques of people. Maybe it might be 10 to 12 to 25 people. Some of them are like five dudes. It's depending on the job, what's required, whatever. And they bid and then they get awarded these contracts. And, uh, but we're going to learn now who these contractors are, um, and what do they do for the Department of Homeland Security? And I'm just going to name some of them. But one of these, you really have to... And, and one of these, we're going to dive into, you know... Holland Dying Corp... Cynthia... McKinney? Oh. Let me... Just hold on, I'm sorry. Not Dry Corp here it is doo, doo, doo. sorry I wasn't all queued up on everything I was just like doo, doo, doo. so yeah so first and foremost let's talk about some of just the top guys there is this contractor called this is for purely for the department of Homeland security which is responsible for the next reiteration of the um, COINTELPRO uh, program, which is COINTELPRO 2.0. I also recommend... um, You know, if you are part of this program, you need to understand, you know, the scars that it left on our country during the first reiteration. They take a... Because they take some you know um 21st century i think we're in the 22nd century now right that's what it is right 22nd century i think it is right or we're turning to 21st century whatever the last century
1: the first iteration
0: of the COINTELPRO pro program um you know they used a lot of behavioral science experiments that they conducted on people whatever and they weaponized that they used that against you know, like I said, um, the Black Panther Party, they use that against uh, Malcolm X, they lose, use that against um, Martin Luther King, and, um, you know, his uh, his daughter, Bernice King, runs the um, the King Center, I recommend following them, I mean, if you're, if you are going through this, you mean, I think it's, you know, pertinent that you also understand the other people who have been involved she, uh, she's on Twitter now uh, you can find her at Bernice King um, I definitely recommend following her and just you know seeing what the after effects on you know how this affected her her family she she talks very fondly about her father but his her father was a prime target like the 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 FBI had absolutely no chill with how they pursued Martin Luther King. They would literally send him death threats. They would send him death threats. The FBI would. It's so crazy, but like, so I even, you know, I know it's kind of seemed a little unrelated, but not so much. And I've been keep trying to bring that up and I keep forgetting, but yeah, you should definitely follow Bernice King and follow the King center on like Twitter and other social media. And she often brings up some of the things and you can just kind of see like how that family took a terrible, horrible situation where the U S government completely just disregarded the constitution just because, you know, a bunch of, uh, of bigots couldn't handle that. People wanted to be treated the same. Pretty crazy, but yeah, follow her on on Twitter and all the other socials. But yeah, let's uh, talk about these contractors. Some of the contractors, if you're in this program, um, you know, I, I mean, from what I'm understanding, there's about ten to twelve thousand people nationally who are in this program, which um, isn't much, considering you know it's in a country of two uh, three hundred and thirty million people. But, um, so I don't imagine everybody listening (laughs) is in this and maybe this is pertinent, but this, this podcast is primarily just for these people. Um, but Huntington Ingalls, Huntington Ingalls is a, is a major contractor with the Department of Homeland Security and they provide, um, internet monitoring service to the Department of Homeland Security. So they get contracted out to, uh, basically follow you around the internet, um, provide, all sorts of tracking and keeping a case on you and, um, you know, all the things that would come with it support services for that. There's DynCorp. Corp. does defense contracting for the Department of Homeland Security. So they do mercenary type contracting. So pursuit of you, um, they, mercenaries work, you know, um, You know, like I've told you, they'll hire out third party because the contractors are second party. They'll hire out third party and and work with organized crime and kind of do that shit on the side to do things that um, government contractors can't be seen doing. Um, So they do mercenary work for the DHS. And something you should know about DynCorp, how fucking corrupt is going on with You should really understand the corruption that's involved in a lot of these government contractors, even for domestic, um, like in, in my case, even domestic situations, not even abroad doing military stuff, is there's just no oversight. You have to understand, like, you really need to understand it's so difficult just to sue the police for misconduct and etc. I mean, it is, it is literally almost seems impossible because they protect their own, they're on the inside. Once the cops know that you're going to try to sue them, they're usually going to start spying on you and your conversations with your lawyer using like stingray devices. And they're going to try to fuck with your finances. And then they're going to try to, just like in my case, just arrest me on bullshit fake charges that just invent them. Um, once they feel like they're a threatened, they will absolutely use their resources. And. They'll let horrible things happen to you, whereas you can't even fart wrong. And they'll just slap these huge felony charges on you. I mean, it's crazy, man. But DynCorp provides mercenary services for um, Department of Homeland Security. Um, The slang, believe it or not, because now I've been introduced to this world... And I've had people from the intelligence community help me, and from the military community, and they kind of teach me like a little bit of inside baseball. I'm not going to act like I know, you know. I'm 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 just you know, uh, I I I know you know. So I know my way around the fifty states kind of thing with the situation, but you know they they'll teach me some kind of inside baseball. Um, one of the slang words because DynCorp is so huge in the military contracting space. And the, and federal contracting, you know, because they do mercenary work. The, a lot of the code phrase, the, uh, I don't want to say code word, but like a slang word within the, um, intelligence community and military community, uh, um, community or the defense contracting community for DynCorp is there's the slang word for them is Disneyland. And so people will say things like, Oh, Oh, who do you work for? Oh, I work for Disney. And they'll just say that just like people around here, instead of saying that they work for the NSA, they'll say, I work for AT&T because it's a big joke that internally that, um, AT&T is basically the NSA. Um, so like a lot of people who work for the NSA will say, Oh, I work for AT&T around here. Um, yeah, if you work for Dynecorp around here, they'll say, oh, I work for Disney instead of Dine Corp, um, They'll say Disney. Um, if people... Um, some people will say things like... Uh, if they're talking about booze, Alan Hamilton, because it has the word booze in it, it'll be like talk about liquor. Oh, yeah, well, you know, I'm a bartender. They'll say things like, I'm a bartender. Yeah. Um, that's like their code for saying I work for Booze Allen Hamilton. So there's a lot of code phrases and shit around here. I guess it's funny and silly for them. I don't know. But anyways, you you need to understand, DynCorp does mercenary services for the Department of Homeland Security. They do shit that the federal government can't be seen doing, and they contract that shit out. And here's a video. that ha- This has happened in 2006, uh, where independent congresswoman um, Cynthia McKinney grilled, uh, uh, Department of Defense brass because they caught Dyne Corp's personnel doing some horrible shit. And I'm going to play it for you right now. And she gets into some other things.
2: Uh, Georgia, Ms. McKinney. Oh, thank you, Mr. Chairman.
0: Hold on. Let me turn the volume this. It's on this. Beach.
2: Okay. Mr. Secretary, I watched President Bush deliver a moving speech at the United Nations in September 2003 in which he he mentioned the crisis of the sex trade. The president called for the punishment of those involved in this horrible business. But at the very moment of that speech, DynCorp was exposed for having been involved in the buying and selling of young women and children. While all of this was going on, DynCorp kept the Pentagon contract to administer the po- smallpox and anthrax vaccines and is now working on a plague vaccine through the Joint Vaccine Acquisition Program. Mr. Secretary, is it policy of the U.S. government to reward companies that traffic in women and little girls? So
0: right there off the bat. So DynCorp, they're mercenaries and they're, and they're and the, the, the thugs for hire. DynCorp's thugs for hire um, got caught selling little, little children for sex and, and women in, uh, third world countries where they had support contracts and mercenary contracts. They literally got caught doing it. And it was this huge ring. Um, but did they get penalized? No. In fact, they, right after that got released, they just got, they got a, um, they got a huge contract to administer vaccines abroad as well, but you have to understand the their personnel. Like if the, their personnel get caught doing this sex trafficking shit. Um, I've mentioned it before that these guys, when they're given the contract to fuck with you on behalf of the U.S. government, and if you're a female in this situation, not only will they make money from baby babysitting you, especially if like you're female. They'll make you in such a financially hard situation that they will send some of their people to have like a air quotes chance encounter with you or whatever and to try to introduce you and and try to get you involved in like, you know, because, you know, they're going to make it so you can't make any money. They're going to make it so you're just in a rock and a hard place because of the federal government. So they will encourage the girls to start doing sex trafficking and shit like that. The, the people who are targets of this program. If you're a female in, the, in this program, fuck. But these guys, they pray. They pray. They're, they're basically legal criminals. DynCorp got caught, literally, of their people doing this shit. They don't care. You have to understand, there's no oversight when it comes to this shit. But DynCorp still has... He contracts with the US government and they have a contract with Department of Homeland Security doing essentially mercenary type shit for the Department of Homeland Security. Um, but let's go on. because She talks about some other things.
2: That's my first question. My second question, Mr. Secretary, according to the Comptroller General of the United States, there are serious financial pro- management problems at the Pentagon, to which Mr. Cooper alluded. Fiscal year 1999, 2.3 trillion missing. Fiscal year 2001.1 trillion missing. And DOD is the number one reason why the government can't balance its checkbook. The Pentagon has claimed year after year that the reason it can't account for the money is because its computers don't communicate with each other. My second question, Mr. Secretary, is who has the contracts today to make those systems communicate with each other? How long have they had those contracts and how much have the taxpayers paid for them? Finally, Mr. Secretary, after the last hearing, I thought that my office was promised a written response to my question regarding the four war games on September 11th. I have not yet received that.
0: Anyways, so yeah, like, right, the Pentagon's just missing trillions of dollars. And then we're finding out from WikiLeaks is that a lot of that money got washed through the fake war on terror. And put in the hands of all these people who got these no-bid contracts like Halliburton run by... You know what I'm saying? Who, you know, is um, very close with the Cheneys and um, the Carlisle Group, which is very tied into the Bush family and... Right? But this trillions of dollars are just fucking missing. This was all back in 2000, 2006. And then she, was at, then she was talking at the end about... You remember I did that podcast about how a lot of people don't understand there were war games for precisely exactly what was planned to happen. And they were using that as a cover to cause confusion so jets wouldn't be scrambled in time to catch those planes. But she was talking about it right there. She never got a response. This is her addressing high brass from the Bush administration. Like, it's crazy how... All, you know, massive, huge corruption can happen. I'm just going to go off here on the side and talk about this. It's crazy how massive corruption can just happen. And if you just let time, because of how our media now is set up, it's not, you know, new media, the uh, the new media culture we have with, um you know, social media and all these different outlets and, you know, influencers and the news feed, and the algorithm, and there's just so many now, there's so much media out there, horrible things could happen, and you, as long as you just stall, do you know what I'm saying, stall addressing it, stall addressing it, eventually people just forget, because there's so many fucking distractions, and then you just never have to answer for it, but even in two, that was back in the early two K's, bro, she was like, yo, no one's given me an answer on why you guys were conducting war games the same day as 9-11 for the same exact thing that happened. Like, can you, you know what I'm saying? Can you believe that? That was only back in 2006. But what they do is they just stall and stall and stall. It's like, uh, like what divorce attorneys do. They, um, if the wife, like, especially if you like a shark divorce attorney and he's representing a guy and the wife is looking for, you know, her, her, her part, you know, of her, her half, what the divorce attorney will do is just stall, stall, stall until the wife gets super broke trying to fight the case. And then they know that she will go for a lower number and that's how they lowball her. But it's just like, or it's like a really shitty lawyer tactic that the U S government does is they just stall, stall, stall. So when they do something horrible and like Cynthia McKinnon, this is on C-SPAN. You know what I'm saying? She did this on national television and television. Like, Hey, How come the Bush administration hasn't got back from my request to answer for why you guys were conducting war games for exactly the same thing that happened on 9-11? Like, you guys aren't getting back to... And she's now not a congresswoman. No one's asking for that every day now in in our current congress or whatever. It just... You just stall and then don't address it. You just... Basically, you gaslight the question. You just pretend it doesn't exist or you just keep stalling. And now you just don't have to answer for your actions and then... Because it never gets officially addressed. It never really gets properly inserted into the, you know what I'm saying? Into history. And then that's how people get away with giant crimes. Now, because and because everyone's just way too distracted. And you just keep stalling. And then eventually people just fucking forget. It gets lost to the pages of history. But crazy, right? Cynthia McKinney, uh, she's a, she retired as an independent um, congresswoman. She's a badass. They don't make them like her anymore, man. But yeah, DynCorp. Super corrupt. Um, they, There are a lot of their employees traffic women and girls for sex. And these guys get awarded contracts by the Department of Homeland Security to do fucked up shit to you. They do mercenary work for the Department of Homeland Security. There is the GEO Group. Geo group does behavioral modification services and prison type services for department of Homeland security behavior modification services. Think about that. Think about all this shit I've been talking about with this radiation and this color communication shit and this nonverbal cue shit like, man, I wonder who, who, who handles that program, huh? Prison type services. Department of Homeland Security doesn't have any prisons. So what? What are they doing? What are they? You know what I'm saying? And it's and I'll tell you, man. It's all this really like you really have to understand. I went and I read lots of the press releases for these companies about oh so and so company. We just got this contract with the Department of Homeland. You know this some odd hundred million dollar, this multi billion dollar contract with you know whoever. And they use a super vague language to tell what it's about, and you have to go and like. Then I have to find these keywords, and then take these keywords and go to like uh, forums where defense contractors talk to each other and whatever. And then like you have to go, you know, go and search within those forums, and then see what these terms actually mean. But Geo Group is one of the biggest contractors for the Department of Homeland Security and they they and they pride themselves on their behavior modification services. Crazy. So, yeah. Securitas um, Securitas does government bait is, you know, our government babysitters for the the Department of Homeland Security, they will provide undercover and uniformed um, surveillance, tracking, um, and observation of targets on behalf of the Department of Homeland Security. So they'll be playing uh tracking you around town or whatever. So Securitas does that shit. Um, Unis- uh, Unisys tr- does tracking for targets. So if DHS is tracking a person, Unisys will handle the tracking services. So they will make sure that they know you're where you're at at all times and provide a rundown on basic intel of what you're doing at that location, etc. Uh, Safran SA. Now these are the top one, two, three, four, five, six. Seven, eight, nine. Oh, I forgot the 10th one. Whatever. But I grabbed this from a, from the top 10 list of top 10 Department of Homeland Security contractors. This isn't even all the other subcontractors... And then, like, the little guys, etc. That are providing, like, boutique services. And it's usually the same array as this shit. But, uh, Unisys... Oh, I already did... Oh, Safran. Safran SA provides spying hardware for agents... And contracted agents of DHS. So, like, people, like, from Securitas... If they need hardware to, you know, like, um what do you call it? Fucking like stingray devices or listening devices or, you know, night vision or fucking, you know, um, cameras that you can hide. Remember I was talking about those, those cameras you can hide inside of plastic, but they can now detect light that comes through plastic. So they can essentially see things like x-ray vision almost. Remember when I was talking about those cameras and I provided the links for those kinds of videos? Well, they'll provide all the hardware to do all that shit. Um, L3 Communications. L3 Communications provides intelligence, surveillance, and reconnaissance... For the Department of Homeland Security. So basically, hey, what's he doing? Where's he at? What's his background? Who does he know? Who are his friends? Who does he work for? What is that guy's background? How much money does he make? Is he cheating on his wife? Da, 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 da. So they provide... They do intel on you for the Department of Homeland Security. Booz Allen Hamilton does technical support operations. And bro, you really need to hear this. Remember I was telling you how they use a lot of like... Open-ended jargon, and they don't actually say. I had to go and find out what all these companies actually did because it was more of this jargon when I went to the website. So I had to go to um, defense contractor forums of like people who actually work in the industry and whatever, and sit there and like go and read their conversations about certain things and type in keywords and like. So I had to do some background to, to get this information. Out. And what exactly do these people do? In COINTELPRO 2.0. But Booz Allen Hamilton does technical support operations. Let me read you this shit. How this. Let me read you what some of these things sound like, bro. Just so you can understand. Um, Do, do, do. Let me bring up my bookmark. So this is what Booz Allen Hamilton has to say. Hold on. It's loading it right now. I'm literally getting this shit beamed at me right now. This radiation shit. While I'm talking to you guys, you have to really understand, man, the fucking nightmare my fucking life is. But so let me read you this. I apologize if it seems like I'm rushed. I am um, fighting the symptoms of having of being assaulted by um, high intensity X-rays right now. And if I just move somewhere else, they're just gonna follow me it's nighttime and that's just what they do. <laughs> um, let, let me read this to you though. Booz Allen Hamilton today announced it was awarded two five-year contracts under the Department of Homeland Security's technical acquisition and business support services for indefinite delivery, indefinite quantity contract, uh, and an indefinite quantity contract vehicle. Um, the components of the program is management, engineering, technology, business, and financial management and audit support services. We are. It is uh, the contract is specifically designed to provide a wide range of strategically sourced professional support. Like, listen, this is all like corpo jargon. It doesn't actually say what they do, because they don't want to let people know that they're providing all these horrible, constitutional, you know, paper shredding shit, so they hide it behind all this jargon, and a lot of these press releases and shit, I had to go and check all these keywords, and then see, like, oh, when people, people can't, like, it's, it's, it looks bad to say mercenary work, so now they just say defense contractor, and, like, you have to, I had to go and cross-referencing a lot of these terms to find out what these keywords meant, to find out that they, all those services already listed off to you, what that actually meant, but, like, listen to how, like, Corpo this shit sounds and it's purposely written this way so you don't actually know And this is on their public website so so you don't actually know what it is that they do it just sounds like oh well all that sounds like really important words i guess they're doing important word things but yeah so like this program it involves program management engineering and technical support services Um, within domain two, which includes business management, financial management, audit support services, both support and acquisition life cycles, services needed to assist with cross organizational missions of D of department of Homeland security. Um, let me read some more of this shit. Since the creation of Department of Homeland Security, Booz Allen Hamilton has worked side-by-side side with the agency to implement integrated collaborative strategies. Like, what the fuck? Impl- you know what I'm saying? Like, if you were just some citizen and you went and read this and you're like, oh, I guess those guys implement integrated collaborative sol- strategies that contribute to the safety and security of the United States. Well, I guess that's what they're doing. Like, those all sound, you know what I'm saying? It just sounds like corpo jargon, but it's written that way on purpose. So we don't know what the fuck it is that they're doing. I had to go and cross-research a lot of these companies to find out actually what a lot of this jargon means. But it's so crazy that they have to hide their actions behind a bunch of, you know, thesaurus bullshit. I just wanted to read that for you because it just... That's how you know... When you know a, com- a, a, a company, you know what I'm saying? You know their history and then you know they 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 provide resources to blow up... Brown kids and take and and to violate the rights of people uh, uh, on U.S. soil, and then you go and you read how they describe what they do, and they say like, "We implement integrated collaborative strategies that contribute to the safety and security of the United." Like whew, that should make your fucking blood boil. Anyways, so that's what Booz Allen Hamilton does. General Dynamics is another contractor works for the DHS. They provide biometric data tracking to track targets all over the U S. So face tracking, um, iris scanning. Um, they do what it's called voice DNA, where if you talk on the phone on like a new phone or whatever, based on your voices, based on your voices, ID print, based on your voice print, Um, they can tell where you're at. Oh, this person must, like, he voice matches to, you know, these other three models of these people that we're tracking. So I think that this person is using a new phone or someone else's phone now or whatever. Like, so that's biometric data too. People don't a lot know that, that your voice print, um, fingerprints, everything. But so they do biometric tracking. So if your face is anywhere or whatever, that's biometrics. Um, so they basically... Just track you on camera all over, all over the United States, within the United States. But all these people have been farmed out to do different shit. DynCorp is one of them. They do mercenary work, type work or defense contracting for the Department of Homeland Security. And uh, even though they get, even though their employees get caught for literally selling little girls, girls, little children, children. Um, not preteens or children for sex and women for sex, they still get these contracts. Um, these, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. There's no oversight. They could literally be, they could mit- literally be making Epstein Island look like a fucking Starbucks in comparison, and they will still get contracts to uh, with the U.S. government and the Pentagon, Department of Homeland Security. Do you know what I'm saying? Like these people are criminals and they know there is no repercussions. I mean, fuck Blackwater's dudes literally committed a massacre um, and they just got let off. They just got pardoned. The guys who went to jail got pardoned. They just know that, you know what I'm saying? The government needs us to do illegal shit that they can't be seen doing. So then they can be like, well, that wasn't us. It was these guys. And we definitely gave them quite the finger-wagging. You know what I'm saying? You know, we, you know, they went, you know, we had them go to jail for a couple of years for that. But instead of, you know, doing life like they should have, they all got pardoned. Like, you you know what I'm saying? Like, the contractors can be selling small children and women for sex while they're defending the integrity of the United States or whatever that bullshit jargon I read. And they just get away stock free There's no oversight. That's what I'm trying to tell you. They could literally sell, they could literally make Epstein look like, you know, what he was doing Look like he was actually just managing a fucking Starbucks and they just get away scot-free. There's no oversight in this new police state complex. And these people get awarded contracts. And even if on the, on the, on national TV, they get, they get called out for being caught doing some heinous shit like that. Well, it doesn't matter. Yeah, that was unfortunate. Anyways, we just got another multi-billion dollar contract because we're here to protect the integrity and cross-strategy implementation of the safety of the United States with the Department of Homeland Security or whatever that horseshit jargon is, right? It's just, it doesn't matter. There is, and you have to understand also, people um, who herald from this world of these, uh, of these uh, government contractors they know they're not going to get caught. Like I told you one time, one of these dudes literally sat in the car with me and was like, "You know that nothing's going to happen to us." And I was like, "The fuck?" Remember I told you guys that story? Like he's just like, "You know nothing's going to happen. No one's going to go to jail." But like he was just letting me know like they don't fear shit. And this is in that the video I played you of Dynecorp is one perfect example. Like these guys are the worst. Can you did you hear what she said? Selling girls selling little children for sex. They were selling children and they just keep getting these contracts. The government doesn't fucking care. They can, you can see you know what I'm saying. You could sell little babies for sex and they don't care. You're still going to get the contracts. That's how impervious these guys are. And so they do some of the craziest fucking shit and they hire gangsters and shit like that. Third party, these people are thugs. They're legal criminals. So, you know, I've been describing these contractors or whatever, and a lot of you, um, have been kind of trying to clown me for that, but you have no clue. like, you guys should probably do some research, but that's why I did today's podcast. So you guys can understand, no, I'm dealing with people who are fucking criminal piles of shit. People who sell children, who, who've literally been caught selling children and they continue to get contracts. Do you understand? Do you understand? like these are fucking criminals and they're and a lot of these guys get professionally trained by the fucking u.s government and in intelligence services and then they go private sector because there's literally twice as much money you can literally just by going uh, private sector for what the government has taught you to do espionage mer- uh, um, you know what i'm saying special forces type shit or whatever and those guys end up becoming mercenaries Um, You literally, you literally can double your pay almost immediately after you get out of the military by going private sector. Just immediately double your pay, sometimes quadruple it. And you absolutely get protected if you get caught doing things like selling literal children for sex. And these are the people that the Department of Homeland Security is contracting with. They don't care. And these people know that they're going to be protected. And so they will do shit like that. They will do shit like hire the cartel to do shit to you. Um, Nothing is beyond them. Do you know what I'm saying? Like you really have to understand the piles of shit that I'm being abused by. These are people who fear no consequences for the worst crime you can think of. And it just continues to happen, and they just sweep it under the rug, or they just don't address it, and it gets lost to history, and nobody does anything because you, you know, what I'm saying the the media is owned by, you know, what I'm saying run by the intelligence agencies. Social media is run by the intelligence agencies, so they'll just use the algorithm to bury this story once you publish it or whatever about what's going on. Like there's just no consequences. These guys know, and they know as long as they get the mission done, everything they do outside of that is, uh, is, you know what I'm saying? Just them trying to make extra money on top of them getting paid to do this job. I mean, shit. Sometimes I even think about, it, cause remember I was telling you that there are some people from the military, uh, people who had these, this kind of access to this kind of shit that I just mentioned all these contractors do for the department of Homeland security. And they were working with some local cops to extort me. Like, who's to say that the people who were doing it on the the government IT side, weren't these contractors who already were hired to babysit me in the first place. And they were just making extra money on the side. They're like, oh, we got to watch this dude. But I hear this rumor that he's supposed to come into some money. Let's fucking jack this dude while we're babysitting him. And then that could have blown up. And then the real reason why they were there, I ended up blurting it out because it just didn't make sense to me while they were abusing me. Do you know what I'm saying? Like it could have just been the same guys who were there to babysit me and then they teamed up with some local fucking corrupt cops that they probably friended while they're here. Do you know what I'm saying? Babysitting me. And then, you know what I'm saying? That situation um ended up um having me uh blurt out the thing they were actually getting paid here to do. Do you know what I'm saying? Because I mean, if these motherfuckers while they're doing uh, contract security will also be selling literal children, um Who's to say that these guys weren't babysitting me? And then they heard on the download, like, oh, I guess he's supposed to get some money or something? Yeah, let's fucking jack this nerd, you know? While we're getting paid to babysit him. And then, you know what I'm saying? Could have been that. So, I mean... These are... But these guys are... They're paid criminals. They're fucking paid criminals. And they have a history. And um, when... So, when I'm talking about contractors and whatever... Yes, because it's true, and that's literally what's going on. It's contractors contracted to do this babysitting work, and they do horrible shit on the side, on top of it. That's not even part of COINTELPRO 2.0, because these are criminals. Like, they're DynCorp was hired to do mercenary protection work, and they on the side. They're like, Yeah, well, while we're just making sure none of these. Um, you know that these US bases don't get shot up let's sell some let's sell some um some grade school kids for sex yeah that's a good little side gig like they just they just don't care they just have no moral compass they're garbage but these are the kind of people I'm working with and nothing is nothing there there's nothing that they won't do you know what i'm saying i mean they sell little children they're going to get the, they're going to, they'll hire cartel third party and then all their cart, and then those cartel dudes will then tell all their soldiers to fuck with me and it's on a need to know basis. Do you know what I'm saying? It's on like, why are we fucking with this dude? Oh, uh, he's a fucking part of this shit. Just don't worry about it. Or what, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, you have to understand these people who are babysitting me are criminals. And yeah, who's to say that the people who are babysitting me weren't the people trying to help extort me. They were just here to make an extra buck on top of getting paid to already babysit me. I mean, shit, if they're willing to do other crazy shit on top of their own job, like, and they're not worried about getting caught. I mean, it's, there's just no oversight. Do you understand? No oversight. And that's what allows this shit to get out of hand. And in this new police state complex um industry it's happening to Americans on US soil and it's under the guise of protecting the security and integrity of the United States but there ain't no fucking terrorists here. I mean shit, even the even the so called domestic terrorists like uh that um what was it the Minnesota governor or yeah, the governor of Minnesota or whatever, those guys were getting caught trying to plan to kidnap her, but then come to find out 12 of the 14 dudes were all FBI and informantes. And, and um, you know what I'm saying? Even the people who are the, aren't actually terrorists and they were getting questioned and shit like that when those guys, the two guys who got arrested and it took 14 insiders being all handled by... You know FBI handle it. it was this whole operation, right? I imagine they all got time and a half, and they all paid off their fucking uh, Corvette, and um, and were able to support their secret, secret family too. I bet. But like when those guys got questioned, believe it or not, with that Minnesota governor shit, when they were getting debriefed and they're like, "Yeah, we weren't even planning on kidnapping the governor." Everyone else was just like, "We got to do this, etc." And they were being encouraged by all those fake ass Feds. They're basically like little Ray Epps trying to encourage two guys to do something and acting like they were all on board to do it. Like, it's just even even the air quotes so called terrorists aren't even fucking terrorists. It's just this fake ass industry that's being helped by um, these very low barriers of entry. And George Bush is the one to sign that shit into, 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 you know, sign that whole agency, the Department of Homeland Security into existence, you know? So he just created a whole new, like people thought the military industrial complex was bad. Like this is the police state, uh, uh um, complex. Do you understand? He created a whole new, uh, kind of revolving door to just bilk money out of taxpayers and keep all these, uh, Uh, security national elite in business. And all those guys owe him favors. Do you know what I'm saying? He made a whole bunch of very scary people, millionaires, people who have access to people who will murder you for cash, mercenaries and and spies for hire and people who have access. Like he just, you got to think about what kind of protection that will get you long-term for your family's name. Especially if you guys, if your dad was, such such a super spook that they put his name on the side of the fucking CIA building. Think about that. And then you just spent the first part of the um, of the century signing an entire creating a whole new police state industrial complex that rivaled the military industrial complex, which Eisenhower literally warned us about how out of control it can get. And like the dude just was absolutely on the money. So, not only did he actually create the police industrial comp, the police state industrial complex, he also supported the military industrial complex for the past 20 years. He made so many people millionaires and billionaires. All those, those, so all the most scariest motherfuckers in the world now owe their, their, their fortune to this very corrupt family. So, when that family's crimes get exposed, they have the scariest motherfuckers who all owe them one. So you really have to understand the kind of sh- shit that's going to happen. Like in my case, when I came forward with that um, information, it fucking changed my life. Like how many people owe that, that fan, those families favors. They're all millionaires and billionaires because of them. He's fucking supported all of them. He created fake industries for them, etc. Like it's, it's, He has a hundred years of just that family being completely cocooned away from any kind of repercussions or danger or whatever. The whole police state industrial complex is all the creation of Bush signing into existence. He created a whole new uh, apparatus to bilk money out of taxpayers. And now all those people are super rich and they all owe that family a whole bunch of fucking favors So if they ever get in trouble or someone's going to, you know what I'm saying, um, tarnish that family's image with exposing some of their crimes, like, who do you think is going to come to save them? All these people that, that family made millionaires and billionaires. It's pretty crazy. But yeah, I deal with these contractors, contractors that have been proven who are literally legal criminals and who will literally sell children and nothing will happen to them and they'll continue to get contracts. That was back in 2006 that video I played you, DynCorp just got their contract renewed with the Department of Homeland Security. And that's just one of them. you understand? It is a culture of corruption. Um, and there's no oversight. And they just don't give a fuck. And I sometimes think, sometimes, yeah, you know what? It could have been my babysitters who were just like, let's fucking, let's jack this nerd while we're here babysitting them. That's not far-fetched considering their track record. So, but yeah, contractors, contractors do a lot of the heavy lifting. The government loves layers of separation from things. So they hire the contractor and the contractor hires subcontractors maybe. And then the subcontractors might, you know, hire out to like the cartel or, you know what I'm saying? There's so many ways to separate the government from their this corrupt shit, where you know they're doing things like exposing people to radiation and putting them through enhanced torture and ruining their lives and keeping them from uh, um, from from living a normal life, keeping them from making money and destroying their families, and just they're just legal criminals, bro. As long as they get the job done, everything else that they do on the side, the government doesn't care and there's no oversight. And they'll protect them if anything happens. You can literally sell children and you, you still still get in the contract. So when I talk about contractors doing this shit, that's what exactly what I mean. Contractors. So, yeah, I wanted to do this podcast so you guys understand what the fuck it is I'm talking about. Because I think I just say this word contractors and you guys are just like, well, what does that mean? Well, today we learned that. And I hope this message finds you as I broadcast from San Diego from deep inside the filter
1: bubble. Thank you. We have had an update to how we are hosting this movie. Um, I was already getting a report from lots of people saying we can't see the movie, it says this movie's not available in our area, some people say this movie has been removed, thanks for bringing that to my attention, because I was just sitting there just like, man, there's so many of you guys, you know, who tune into the podcast, and, um, you know what I'm saying, I got some high numbers for these, uh, for these director commentary episodes, and, um, it, now this totally makes sense, because, now YouTube has sent me a copy strike notice on our backup channel and our um, native channel for the Mesh News Project, where we're hosting the film. Um, it says that it is full and says that it's full of misinformation from COVID, even though I literally took all, all the material from this movie is made from clips I procured off YouTube. So how is this information illegal? Do you understand like how is this information illegal if I downloaded it all from their platform? I guess they just don't like the order of how I put things. Isn't that interesting? Isn't that interesting? So it's not illegal content if it's not put in larger context for a giant grift. Do you understand like how crazy is that? But yeah, all the stuff all the stuff that's on my on this movie is all pulled from YouTube all YouTube clips, so how is it something that is, well, well, I'll tell you, first, it was telling me that I had copyright notice, right, and then I, then I kept getting reports that then I, then that this content was, um, not suited for minors, and then I got a takedown notice, and in that order, but I, you know what I'm saying, I just went back and started checking some of the, uh, other podcast platforms and people reporting broken link they said this movie's not available in my area etc so yeah i'm sorry so we have had to move the movie to odyssey which sucks because it really you know i'm saying it really hurt the debut of this film obviously that was most likely on purpose but so we had to switch to odyssey you don't need an app to use odyssey Odyssey is a video sharing platform but they don't have regulations on what you can post, etc., it's kind of like how Elon has made Twitter, he just, free speech, you know what I'm saying, people can say what they want, and then you make sense of the information that, you know what I'm saying, you take in, so we're on Odyssey, I've updated all the links and all the podcast descriptions, so please refer to that Odyssey link, because um, for some reason, this information is illegal in YouTube's eyes, even though I pulled it all off of YouTube isn't that crazy, anyways, I appreciate all the support, I love all the comments, Um, I'm sorry, I'm taking a while to get back on feedback, I'm still uh, recovering from COVID, but um, yeah, thanks for giving me that update, and now I'm really understanding what's going on, especially now I see these comments of people saying they said it's not available in my area, I live in the United States, like that's, I can't believe that, (laughs) so yeah, we're on Odyssey now, so go ahead and check out the film on Odyssey, Thanks, you guys. Go ahead and refer to that link in the description.
2: It's in between the two finger-pointing arrow hands. Thanks.